0: Hello there, you are here with Boots Off TV for another edition of On Your Ed podcast. I am Edward Robinson. I've been joined today, as always, by my uh, co-founders, Del and William. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, I'm good. It's
1: good to be a part of it. Uh, it's our first one that I've been in part, uh, my first On Your Ed, where we we're actually yeah.
0: about football, so I'm looking forward to it. Of course, we've done the ones about MMA, but uh, yeah, as you said, talk this one about the, the football, so it's... Uh, it's good to have
2: you here. Dale, how you doing, mate? Yeah, doing really good, man. Uh, suffering with a bit of sunstroke, but not going to complain. I've been enjoying the sunshine a little bit too much, man. Suffering, but we've got some football back on. I've been outside kicking a football, which feels great. And now I'm just excited for more Bundesliga again this weekend, man, to be honest with you. No, definitely. Yeah, It's great to have uh, football
0: back. And uh, the Bundesliga, was. Uh, I really enjoyed it on the uh on the weekend. Is, is that how you got the uh, sunburn? Was it out playing football or how did mate, that
2: happen to you? Mate, We was, I'll be honest, we went up to uh, near where my work is, um, up at Kent University. Um, we were playing a bit of football and then we started training a bit and one of my mates came up with a great idea of pulling his car. Uh, and in the process of doing that, I managed to burn my back, my neck and give myself a full sunstroke. So I was out of action for most of yesterday evening and today, but. I'm back here talking about football, doing what I love most, man.
0: Drink, drink plenty of water, I'm hoping. But, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, I had to say that I went on a long walk and uh, I've just got back in now and I can feel the redness on my on the back of my neck and my arms. And it's not quite hit me yet, but I reckon uh, give it an hour or two, I'm going to well, be suffering. green. So, uh...
1: What we are we doing here? Are we talking about the weather or are we talking about football? What's yeah. about? Well, that's <laughs> on? I thought we'd do a new <laughs> new weather podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be quite nice
0: as well. But like, <laughs> I'm about to do some golf tomorrow. I can't wait. But but yeah, no, yeah. Let's let's talk football. That is what we're here to do. Uh, yeah. So guys, a uh, few things have happened over the last few days. The biggest story I thought was what happened with uh, the Scottish Premier League. You might have seen that uh, the leagues uh, they they've, they've called it off. They've cancelled it. But uh, they they have uh, given the title to Celtic. Uh, Hearts evidently as well. Uh, they they got relegated. So good news to Celtic. Bad news for Hearts. What do you guys make of the, uh, the situation of this?
2: I think it's out of order on hearts, man, like badly. Four points from relegation, eight games remaining. It's, it's a sad one, man, it really is. They've all kind of come to the same decision in which safety is essentially the most important thing for the Scottish Premiership. Um, I do believe that they're in a position in which they could have finished the league, but again, it comes down to that thing, safety. And I feel like safety took the, the main component of that, when you look at it from a safety perspective, there are some leagues that obviously we've seen. Bundesliga is back on. Premier League looking is looking like it's getting back on. Even Serie A. but some leagues like the Scottish League, like the French League, have decided to go with safety over everything. And you can't you, you can't be angry at them, but obviously it's it's got it is still gotten for those teams, man. Yeah, yeah, well, it's,
1: well, a, well, it's, it's a close league, and well, with the exception of Celtic. It's it's close and it's harsh. It is really harsh. I would have thought they'd try and do some sort of thing where maybe the, the Scottish Championship champions maybe play hearts in some sort of unfair playoff. But mm. I wonder what they do.
2: Like they do the same sort of thing in Holland, don't they? Um, whoever yeah. needs the playoff spot to go up um, and the second, I think second to last or third to last.
1: Yeah, I they think they do that. I think eleven play in a playoff uh, in yeah. Scotland as well. Eleven and second, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I just feel like maybe they could have done something like that. It's harsh either way. There's no way of looking at this and saying this is the fairest way to do it. It's, every way is a bad way. It's just what is the least bad? I don't know. Did they make the right decision? I don't know. I, I really don't. I think it's really hard on hearts there. Mm. In a in a in a a country where it's not financially boosting anyway in Scotland, this is a massive blow to them going down to the championship where the money is really really low. They're going to lose some top players and they're going to continue with the Scottish Cup. So Hearts are in the Scottish Cup semi-finals. Well, the team that's playing that's got them there is not going to be the team that's playing in that next year because they're going to continue with the semi-finals at a later date. It's 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 harsh. It's really harsh.
0: It's an interesting one. But so so it, harsh on Hearts, obviously relegated, and uh, it is going to completely change them. You're completely right. The money, the, there's not much to televise in in the in the second division. You get a lot of the the first division or the Premier Division uh, still making that money and still being seen worldwide. But is it harsh on Rangers? Should Rangers feel hard done by? No,
2: no,
1: they're,
0: no, never, man. Never, they're
1: never winning that league. Mm. And I don't think they're ever going to win that league. I don't think they're winning that league for the next five years.
2: I think Ed just got a soft spot for their manager. I think that's where he really wants Rangers course, to win that league, doesn't
0: he? <laughs> I, I, I I did like, uh, want Rangers to win. I do love Stevie G. I'd love to see him uh, do that. I think he's done a blinding job there at Rangers in terms of getting them into a title contention shot. Because they were in a title contention shot. Yeah, at the end of it, Celtic uh, started to run away with it. But Gerrard's given them that, that belief that they, they, they can go head-to-head with Celtic. And they obviously beat Celtic this year. They might not have the team yet to win the title, but... It's, 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 it's the closest it's been for a while.
1: It's not even about Celtic. You look at the results. Celtic are beating teams by three goals, by four goals, by five goals. Rangers are getting one nils, two ones maybe. They're losing, they're drawing. Mm. They're just not on the same level as Celtic. It's time that yeah. Celtic just cut away from Scotland altogether and let the rest of the Scottish teams make it the league a bit more competitive. I think Celtic should be in, in the English football system. I think it's time.
2: I'll be honest, I I do agree with you, Will, and I, I do think that Celtic are far greater. But I do think with those one and two nils, I feel like you've seen Liverpool in positions where games could have gone against them, say, this season. And I feel like sometimes those one, two nilers are the ones that kind of really push people towards champions. But with, with Rangers, Rangers, when they do play badly, they're not getting the results. And that's the difference between being a champion winning side and being... Second best, and I do honestly still believe, like you said, five years. Yeah, it may not be five years, but I think it's going to be a couple at least. Steve G has done a good job. They've got they've had a decent run in Europe, but they're not on the same page as Celtic. man. but I think they should be in an English system as well.
1: There, it's only there aren't those little results are only good when they're consistent. Like Liverpool, yeah. they're good, they're good results for Liverpool because they're doing it back to back. Like Celtic are winning games four nil, three one. There's there's seven nil results in there in, in this in this season. Their goal difference is so far ahead of Rangers. They're just absolutely bossing teams. And they're making these other teams look like they shouldn't even be near them. And they shouldn't be. Now, How so, you bring Celtic into England, I don't know. But it's something that needs to be explored. They need to figure it out.
2: I think it's been working against Celtic as well. If you look at how Celtic were performing, say, when Rangers were really knocking on the door. Um, if we're talking, say, 10 years ago, that's when they were probably performing. at elect- They were winning games against Barca. They were performing well in Europe as soon as rangers fell off if you look at celtic's performances in europe have they been up to par as they were when rangers were really challenging them i don't think they've been the same celtic yes they've been dominating scotland but if we look uh, as on a european perspective i don't think they've been up to scratch at all man
0: didn't they win the treble like back to back one of the seasons yes. they went undefeated treble treble and they yeah, went no, undefeated that's what one I'm saying. Years.
2: and then they go into europe and they just can't do it in Europe anymore. I remember when yeah, no, they had Nucamore. They've beaten Barca in the Champions League. They beat United in the Champions League. Like
1: What's different now, though, when they go into the Champions League, they've still got to go through four qualifying matches.
0: That's ridiculous, personally.
1: Like, back mm. then, when they were beating Barcelona, they went into a playoff in then to go into the groups. So you had a few more players thinking, right, well, I could be playing in the group stage of the Champions League. Your best hope now, playing for Celtic, is you get far enough from the qualifying that you can go to the Europa League.
0: Well, Scottish football did used to be better um, in, in the, the turn of the millennium uh, uh, decade. Uh, they, they, uh, they, they, they got Celtic got to a Euro, uh, UEFA Cup final. It was then uh, Rangers got to UEFA Cup final. So these teams were doing well in Europe, not at the Champions League level, but in, in in the UEFA Cup, which still to be do well in that is a very like prestigious honour. But they're not at that level anymore where they're even competing in those teams. And it's interesting to hear you say that you believe they should move into the English football, how that would happen. I I don't know because they are so dominant. But would it be like this rivalry is just starting to come back again? Celtic just, uh, Rangers are just starting to knock on the door slightly.
1: W- would it be worth now ripping that away from them and taking Celtic away? It would be. I mean, maybe, maybe you sort of figure out a way that Celtic come to England but they still play in the Scottish Cup and maybe not in the FA Cup you can you can do stuff like that but I just I don't oh, wow. the, re, the reason that you're you, the things that you were talking about about how they were good then they've done this then back in the day that's because there was competition Celtic yeah. were just as good as Rangers and then when they were going to yeah. uh, Europe they were getting to Europa League finals they were getting to the Europa League knockout stages sometimes yeah.
0: Getting out the group stage of the Champions League and that.
1: Yeah, they were pushing, but now there's no competition there. Now, don't get me wrong, I think Celtic have done okay in the Europa League this year, but they're not, they're not going to win it, especially when the other teams from the Champions League were gonna, were coming in and playing against them. They, they didn't have a chance, in my opinion.
0: So, how would you propose you bring them into
1: England? It's harsh. It's probably not right, but I think the best way to do it is two go up from the Championship, three come down from the Premier League, from there's no the Premier League. That, and there's no there's no yeah Yeah, from in the Premier League. There was... I think you put that team in the Premier League, they thrive. The fan base, the love for the team, the, the size of the team, they will thrive in the Premier League. And within five, six years, there'll be a team challenging for top six.
0: Mm, interesting. Dale, your thoughts?
2: I do agree. I, I feel like Celtic's time in the Scottish League is kind of at a stage now where it's like, it's just consistently them winning the league with no challenge at all, year after year after year. and. When does it get to the point when you're like, this is simply just boring? This is not football. Are we like Ed? You can say this season has still been exciting for you. You've there's been games where Liverpool may not have played their best and they've scraped out results. And they obviously things in the Champions League didn't go to plan, but with Celtic, it's like year after year they're just winning the league by 25 30 points. That's not exciting. Could you, not, that, could you not?
1: We're talking about one year for Liverpool. One year yeah, for Liverpool. And last exactly. year was the most competitive season I've ever seen. And in two years' time, you know Chelsea are going to be back up there knocking at the door. United still can do it. There's so many options for the Premier League. There's no options in Scotland. I don't see anybody, not even Rangers, getting to the level that Celtic are on at the moment.
0: Could you not argue, though, what Celtic are doing is similar to what Juventus are doing over in Italy?
1: Yes, and it's boring. And it's it only is. getting excited at the moment because Lazio are pushing them. Inter Milan are pushing him. The Bundesliga has been boring for years. Now Borussia Dortmund are making it interesting. Yeah. Leipzig are there making it interesting. No one cares about France because there's no one there to challenge PSG. Well, not since Monaco got uh, no, got raided their players.
2: How exciting was that when Monaco won the
1: league though? Because it was, yeah. I think they were relegated two
2: years prior. They came up, challenged for Europe, and in the next season, I think they won the league. Or it was the season. Well, the that.
0: season they got the semi-finals of the Champions League. They also—that's the season they won the league as well. So they had such a good year all round. Oh, do you remember that, that they the, just the games raided. against Arsenal? The games against Arsenal. Yeah, that—that that was, uh, was. Was that the same year they almost? Because I know they'd done the games against Arsenal, knocked Arsenal out. Then they also played City and knocked City out. But I don't know if that was in the same year. Or if that well, was, uh, I can't
2: remember if it was in the same year. But if we're looking at consistent teams in Europe, you look at mm. your Arsenal and you look at your Cities. And when you're getting results against teams like that, to come from being no one, they were essentially no one in the French League. No one looks at anyone else in the French League apart from PSG because they have such an insane amount oh, yes. of funding. You Whereas know winning win that league. league, getting to the Champions League, for the team that they had, yeah, they spent a bit of money. I will stand here and admit that. But it was good to see someone challenging PSG. But... PSG's answer wasn't to improve their squad, change the system in which they do things, start bringing through more youth. Their answer was to go and spend hundreds and hundreds of millions on player after player after player. That is when football just becomes, in my eyes, sorry yeah. but stupid. It's it like you league. are buying the league. Uh, like Seeing it happen time after time, we said it, Chelsea and City brought smart and built towards their success, whereas PSG simply brought their success from day one, man.
1: You look at PSG and you, there, there's no method to buying there. He's no, the best player in the world, let's throw a load of money. He's the best player in the world, let's throw a load of money. Yeah. Now, let's go back to Celtic a minute. You look at some of the players that have come through Celtic in the last few years with the transfer budget that they have. Experience, not experienced, gone to be good players.
0: Mm, we had Virgil van Dyke, obviously.
1: Virgil van Dyke's in there, Moussa Dembele's a top player.
2: Spurs have been sniffing around him as well. They're like... He, like you said, well, I, I completely agree, man. Some Do you remember they, they had Nakamura through there who was
1: essentially like, you had Hartson. Now you give them Premier League money uh, with, the, with the transfer brain that they have, they will be able to buy. They won't do the silly things that Aston Well, you can't obviously know that until it happens. They won't do the silly things I don't believe that Fulham and Aston Villa done. They will go so, in there and they think, right, let's base ourselves. Let's establish ourselves. I'd so see them say someone they could in evolve into a
0: they could evolve into a top team due to their fan base and, and and the type of team they are. What happens if they get relegated in the first season? It is a
1: possibility, but it's the same, like it's the same thing that happens obviously with big teams like Leeds and that. You can you can do what Newcastle done and you can invest and push again. They get more money due to TV or, deals and wouldn't they? Yeah, and also even in one year you'll get your parachute money from which is big in the Championship compared to what other clubs in the Championship have. Mm-hmm. So you, you've seen teams be able to establish themselves. You could do what Leeds or Sunderland done and drop even further and become nothing. Yeah, it's possible. I think with that sort of fan base and that size club, with the money they have, they're not going to be attracting players like Fulham and Aston Villa done. They're going to be attracting big-name players. They're going to be attracting players the likes of, say, a Wilfred Zaha, who wants to lead Crystal Palace. I think they can attract players like that. I think they can bring in players um, like the young lad from Birmingham, who everyone's after at the moment. Drew they Bellingham. Bring, yeah, they can bring in guys like that and they can establish themselves and they still have a strong base in Scotland. And I remember this as well. The fan base of Celtic is insane. But then you take it out of Scotland and put it into England. That whole country all of a sudden supports Celtic. Yeah. the exception of Glasgow oh, Rangers fans.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but OK, so let's say that happens. Let's say that happens. They come into the league. Celtic are now Premier League team. They're a- Establish. They do what they they like. Blah, 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 blah. Does Rangers then not become the new Celtic in the Scottish Premier League and just absolutely tear the arse out of that league year after year after year?
1: And if right. it does, you've got the base, you've got the blueprint for what happened with Celtic. We'll, we'll figure them out at another time. Exactly. Right now, look right look at
2: Swansea. Swansea play in the English football system.
1: Cardiff play
2: in the English football system. <laughs> Pre- so what what we are what are we saying here that? But Scotland doesn't count. Like those teams shouldn't be English.
0: I'm just saying that the the, 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 Sc- the Welsh League. Uh, it, no one watches that at all. Uh, would you not uh, 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 effectively destroy the Scottish Premier League completely? Uh, do you reckon the Scottish t- uh, fans would want that?
1: Uh, I'm uh, with you would on this one. it man. due to competition. Competition. Do you up reckon happening. taking their biggest asset away would improve it? I do. I do. And I do. The reason I think it will improve it is because it will make it competitive. The, the Welsh
2: I don't are... I think Rangers are just Guys, I'm going to give you an example of how competition makes people thrive, okay? And I'll do it in a way that Ed will understand completely. Ed, do you remember when Coutinho left Liverpool? Uncertain times, no one really knew how it was going to work out for Liverpool, okay? As soon as Coutinho left, there wasn't a star anymore. There was competition. Everyone knew they had to fight for their place. And that's the Liverpool you got today. No, I'm saying there wasn't that standout one person in which you had, whereas before you, you had Coutinho, whereas having that competition and knowing that everyone in that team knew, someone, we all need to step up now because our biggest star is now gone. We all need to step up. People's games need to rise. And that's essentially in how I think Klopp delivered it and has delivered this great Liverpool team that you are now in control of. Granted, Liverpool
0: are always going to be big. The Scottish Premier League doesn't have to be big. If, if, if Celtic leave, people might be thinking, OK, well, I'm not watching that anymore. Liverpool Liverpool will recover. Uh, the League of Scotland wouldn't, I don't think. I think the league would become like, maybe like the Welsh League. Cause let's be honest, you go, you go beyond Rangers, like the, the, the quality is it goes right downhill.
1: And... The, Sc- the Scottish people love football. Uh, I don't think they'll go that way. Because you've got to remember, there's a lot of Welsh teams. There's, there's five or six Welsh teams in England. So there is. Yeah, about the, the, that. that's a big fan base that sort are of watching them. They're thinking, well, a lot of Welsh people, let's be honest here. A lot of Welsh people are supporting Cardiff and Swansea and they've been in the English system for long, as long as I can remember. The Welsh League never had a chance to establish itself. Scottish League has established itself. It's got TV deals. If it builds competition, this is the chance. If Celtic leave, it's the chance for Motherwell, Aberdeen, Cross County, St. Johnson, any of those teams to think, right, if we invest this might be our year. We can establish ourselves and compete against Rangers. And if we can get ahead of them, then maybe we can establish ourselves as a top Scottish uh, team. Well,
0: at this point, Rangers are second place with 20 points difference and a game in hand um, against third place. So it seems like there's a massive, there's a bigger gap there than uh, from second to third than there is from first to second. I'd say.
1: I, but... I just, I just think you've got to look at this as a club thing. It's not about the league anymore. It's not the league. Right, Celtic so has got us to see this in a way that we can establish ourselves as a top European team, or we can be the best team in Scotland for the rest of our, our time. Yeah,
0: well, I wonder if uh, if things do carry on because after winning three trebles, if they're not going to pull the trigger, then I don't know when they will. But this,
1: I feel like this is the time. But this, all this stuff going on, I feel like this is the time. This is a, this is with everything that's weird and happening. You could think, right? Let's find a way. Let's figure this out. Let's find a way. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, yeah, now I wonder if Gerrard and Rangers would want them to leave. Would they want them to leave or do they, do they see them as the hurdle that they've got to overcome? And they're not having the old firm derby. Now, you say about not being detrimental to the league, not having the old firm derby taking place every year. How is that not going to be detrimental?
1: It's not about the league. It's about Celtic. I'm not talking about this as a, as a, a main thing to support the league. I'm saying that there's ways that this can support the league in competition. Losing the old firm is a big hit. That's why yeah. I'm saying that there is ways that you could you could do it. The Scottish, the FA Cup in Scotland, uh, sorry, the Scottish Cup and the FA Cup, they do match up a similar uh, format of fixtures. So Scotland could compete in that and not compete in the FA Cup. That's very feasible. Well, I'm uh, saying that this move from Scotland to England is mainly about Celtic establishing themselves as the top team they should be, not this hmm. team that's going to just dwindle away in the Scottish League and be the champions there forever and a day.
0: Hey, man, don't get me wrong. I, th- I think it would be cool. I think it would be damn cool. I think seeing uh, Scotland, uh, Celtic in the English League to see how, first of all, see how they would compete because I reckon at first they wouldn't. But if they could build, like you said, with their fan base and getting them more money and then if they could become an established Premier League team and no one probably would care down the line. But no, it's an interesting one. Obviously, you, you both you both feel that that should be the case. I wonder really what uh what... Sort of the general view on that would be, and ideally, what the what the what the view of Celtic fans would be: Would they want the change? Would they want the competition? Are they bored of just winning it year after year? But uh, no, yeah, it's, it's 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 an interesting one. But that, as I said, that league's over. Celtic's won. Very similar to what Dale said with the 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 French league, Paris Saint-Germain, they they've won that. Both probably were for, uh, clear enough to get the deserved win, which just raises the uh, the question that. If it happens in England, say it doesn't go to plan, unfortunately, and we don't get to get going again. It just, it just really confirms that Liverpool will be champion. surely.
2: I agree, man. Um, the, I think the big problem in which clubs are going to start to phase is from a financial perspective. I feel like the big teams, they're going to be all right, man. Like The Liverpool's United, they've got enough of an income. Yeah,
0: probably most of the Premier League teams yeah. will probably survive. Well, not, not have too much of a detrimental effect to their establishment.
2: As you start to go down the table, I feel like teams such as your Burnleys and teams like that that have really been struggling this season at times, I feel like it's really going to take its toll on them if they do get relegated because they've missed all of this income from the last, say, two months. And then we look towards how it would be if the season just ended. No fans, that's no income for them. They've then got to raise money If they stay in the Premier League to buy players and then they've got to bounce back and do well next season, I feel like for for the big teams it's not gonna be hard, but I feel like for some of the smaller clubs with smaller budgets, I feel like it will be a tough time for them.
1: Yeah. They get so much money from the T V deal that I don't really feel sorry for them if it if it ends now, these Premier League teams. I feel sorry for if they end it and then they kick teams out out of the league. league. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's them that of course they get the parachute payments, but they're nothing compared to the TV deals that these teams are getting in England. They get something around £20 million just off the cuff. There you go, £20 million. That's for being part of the TV deal. Hmm. Then they get money for every game they are, depending if they're home or away. So that's, that's, that's huge money. So and you're sort
0: of saying, sorry, go.
1: I was just saying that like, it's, it's, if Burnley and that, they might lose on the, the attendance, like you were saying, down and all that. Well, it sucks, yeah you should have more money than they were meant to at the end of the season, granted. But you look at Norwich or Watford or teams like that who just all of a sudden they're in the championship and they're not earning that big payday and they've got to sell their players now because they can't afford to keep them
2: mm. because
1: they haven't been getting that money just like Bernie and everyone else. But now they've got to sell these players. They've got to sell you Troy Deeney. They've got to sell you Timo Pukis. Now they're going into a championship with all the established championship teams and then they've got to build again. Yeah, that's where it's, it's coming oh, from. It's really harsh to just relegate teams. Well, so
0: saying what um, you were going on there, a lot of these Premier League teams, they, they probably should have the the money in place. They shouldn't have too much of a bad effect after this. But if you look at maybe what happened to uh, Bury and having a Bolton or going into administration, is there any chance you reckon a lot of uh, lower league teams might then start to face those effects where they've lost too much money to be able to just carry on as normal and they do have to start looking into getting rid of their top players and just thinking, how are we going to stay in business?
2: Mate, I'll be honest. If you want to know how to deal with situations like this correctly, look at a club like Burton and look at a manager like Nigel Clough.
1: He walks away
2: from a team that he has essentially been a part of for a long period of time. And he hands it over to Buxton as a player manager to help the finances of a club. Okay, we're in a pandemic at the moment. Okay, most people aren't thinking about everyone else. You are thinking about survival and about yourself and you're trying to keep those close to you safe. He's decided to walk away from his job and mm. help his club. Like You can only take your hat off to the guys. To come from building a club and they're in the championship not long ago, not, they haven't been doing too badly this season mm. and to what?
1: away Semi-finals the club, of the League Cup last year. Exactly. And
2: to see him walk away, it is sad to see, but mate. I take, my hat, I take my hat off to the guy. Yeah. That is, that is what football's about. It's not about it's not about 200 million on Neymar. It's not about TV deals and all of that. That's where the money comes from. You want to know what yeah. football's about? It's about love for the game. And Nigel Cross showed what the love for the game's about, man.
0: And he clearly loves Burton because the fact is he's not going to be getting paid now because a lot of people will be like, well, I'm not going to quit my job. I need it more than ever. But he has so much love for the club that he probably thinks, well, I might be okay. I'll leave. And they, they, they can they won't be in a financial uncertainty going forward or hopefully not. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that's a, that's, that's a great point there. That, that, that is, uh, that is love for the sport and that is love for a team. And it is great to see, especially at, uh, maybe a club that if, if things do go wrong in this situation, they could see a, a big uh, detrimental effect financially. So uh, yeah, that was, that was nice news. It, it was sad, but nice news in a sense. He's,
1: he's a good man, Nigel Craft, and he's, he's, Himself, like you were saying, they were a very solid foundation at Burton, but unfortunately the game isn't full of Nigel Clough. They're full of hungry, greedy people. That's what caused Burry to go their way through greed mm. and mismanagement. Same with Bolton, and unfortunately there isn't enough of people like like Clough, Clough, Clough. Sorry, in the mm. game to do that. It was an amazing thing that he had done, and honest to God, I hope that he gets when this all goes away either they or another team just snap him up straight away and give him everything that he, earn, he deserves. But like you were saying, they do about how other teams are going to affect, Burton are lucky. Burton are very, very lucky they've got a guy like him because other clubs aren't going to be. And I think that you'll see when this all starts up again next season, you'll see clubs really struggling. They'll be selling all of their yeah. players to try and make up the financial losses. And then you'll see them fly down. This is how teams, I think, they fly down leagues. And mm. a, a team, for example, Town, a local team to us, uh, me and Edward they were Conference South not long ago and they're down they're down in the Isminton Division 1 now on the verge of getting relegated if this season had finished they if, probably would have relegated m- mismanagement and bad financing can send a team flying down and I think we will see a few do go that way unfortunately but definitely hopefully, uh, hopefully this helping Burton is a lucky thing that will stop them doing it and p- keep people the people that you don't think about your chefs your cleaners and all that keeping them in a the job
0: hmm. Well, I know you uh, touching upon money and maybe greed and, and, and how it's going to affect teams. Uh, I know we've touched upon this uh, briefly before, but the Newcastle United deal, their team, that doesn't really have to worry if things will go according to plan. It seems like every week that deal just etches a little bit closer. Uh, it seemed like there's a little bit of a setback at one point, but no, it all oh, looks like it's going ahead now. It looks like they're going to get the takeover. They're going to be the richest club in the country by quite some distance. Well, it, it, you're saying a lot of teams are going to get affected. How, how, they're going to change in a completely different way to a lot of the teams that we're talking
1: about. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny. We're like, talking about all this and you, you think of that. I don't really want to talk about them getting it yet because I feel so bad for the Newcastle fans. I could easily see this.
0: They've been toyed with too yeah. much by Ashley, haven't they?
1: It's been painful for them. I could, I'd hate to be a Newcastle fan. I really would because they've been through punishment. Every time this comes up, you think, and it's always a big deal, isn't it? It's always a big Arab or American that's coming in with loads of money, going to save the club.
2: And Mm. now this
1: is the biggest one. Hopefully it happens. It'll be be interesting to see.
2: I'll be honest, man. It's good. It is good to see with Newcastle. I I do agree with you guys with Newcastle being through the wars. I'm not going to name any names, but certain people within the hierarchy of that club haven't always done right by the club and haven't, say... Done what's right for football, but seeing them get a takeover, it's either gonna go one way or the other, it's either gonna work and it's gonna do great things for them, or it's gonna go the other way. But look at your cities, look at Chelsea, and look how they built. Don't try and don't try and go in and buy the league first. Don't think right next season we're winning the Premier League. Don't think of it like that. Build slowly, and that's when greatness is achieved, man. It's
1: not a league, you're not wrong, there It's not a league, it's not a League gun where you can just go in and buy everyone. You can't get away with And straight game. away be the top. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. like
2: financial fair play and things like that now, Like, which yeah. I think is good. Um, do Newcastle have enough talent to buy a load of players and sell a load of players to abide by financial fair play? I don't know, man. I don't think they do. Mm. I feel like it's going to be a season or two before they are really up there.
0: Well, what the question I was going to actually put onto you guys was very similar to what you were both touching upon. How long could it be with that money and let, let's say you get the person in to start spending it, like whoever the manager would be, how long could it be before Newcastle United are in a title race?
1: It's, for me, it all depends on how you go about it. Like, if you start buying yeah. all these Spanish and Argentine, and Brazilian players who play out in the great weather and all of a sudden they come up to the northeast on a cold Tuesday night and they've got to get a result in, the, in rain, they're mm. not going to adjust that quickly to this league against against well like well-veteran and hard-dealing teams they're not they're not just going to come in and do it now if you start looking in the league start getting players like when Chelsea started picking up people like Joe Cole, Damien Duff sure they went abroad and they got your Drogba and your Iron Robbins and that but they also went home and they they done their homework on what's in the league at, at, currently unlike when QPR done it and they went to buy every foreign player that there was yeah. it just I just don't. I always find personally that the best players in the league instantly mainly come from the Premier League. Mm. If they the, do it the right way, they could they could be there in a few years. I there's, like,
0: there's players on option who they could bring in now who, who are good players, but maybe not quite like you said, rushing into it and just buying big. Like I'd say, Shakiri is a great option for Liverpool. He's, he's out of favour there. going in and grab a player like him who's experienced and, and talented. But with this now, because a lot of the time you see these clubs get the money and you see them replace their whole team. If you're people that are currently in that foundation of the Newcastle team, like your John Joe Shelby's and like your your, your LaSalle's, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, oh, great, yeah, no, we're going to start building a squad and and really have a great show? Or are you a bit worried? Are you worried that things are all going to change and they're just going to turn their back on on these these key players for them who have given years of their career dedicated to the club?
2: Ed, um, I believe, mate, the, like we said earlier competition installs something in someone that you cannot replicate if you are a player like LaSalle who you have given a lot to the club you've given your all to the club someone like Shelby Almiron's been playing well this season saint Maximan has played well at times are you going to see those new players coming in and say right Newcastle was alright for a bit wasn't it I'm just going to leave now that's it they've come to take my place no you're going to fight for that place you want to be part of that project and I feel like a lot of players are going to step up I feel like players like Almiron Saint max you've got Lascelles you've got Shelby Shelby's always been that player that he's always been at that 75% level and I feel like a takeover like this a run of some good games could do him a load of good man
0: yeah Playing with good you could, Shelby's one of those players that if he plays with crap, he's gonna look crap. If he plays with good players, he's gonna become a much better player. I know that might sound obvious, but because of the way he plays and the ball and the playmaking style, if he's playing with good talented wingers and strikers, that could really up his game.
1: How's, you, how's your mentality for Shelby though? If you, you've got all these you've had a few good seasons at Newcastle. He's been the workhorse there, he's got a lot of good uh, performances in form. him. And all of a sudden this guy just comes in and takes your place off the bat. he's not not wrong I completely agree with what you're saying Dale with a competition and it could spark something but it could also be the sense that because I know if if I put all those performances in and all of a sudden they got money and they just buy this new guy and I'm on the bench I'm going to be pissed off Mm. I'm going to have the right hump now yeah, yeah it could go your way Dale like you're saying but there's also the worry it could go the other
0: yeah. way. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. If you, if you were at the QPR team and you were Jamie Mackey, yeah, you'd be angry and you'd be pissed off because you, he just got like dropped straight away. But if they sort of ease it in and, and like build a team around Shelby's and around um, LaSalle's and use them as the key players, like City did a lot, to be fair. They kept a lot of players. Like Stephen Ireland for quite a few seasons. Stephen Ireland was part of that, that setup. Eventually, obviously, they sacked him off. But at first, you've got to work with what you've got.
1: They they progress past Stephen Ireland and eventually John Joe will go if he yeah. if he doesn't do what you said, Bill. And you like you both sort of helped each other in saying there. I felt he could excel with the competition around good players. He could become a quality player. He could be knocking on the door for England. He won't fire off it already, but yeah, there but, could also come the point of just let him go and say, look, there's no loyalties in football. See you later. We're done with you.
2: Will, if we're speaking about it from an English midfield perspective, if you look at someone like Henderson. Henderson was on the fringes at one point at Liverpool and he's gone on to become a club captain and lifting the trophy potentially in next to no time and for me like we said before about Klopp coming in and changing that mentality and saying right no one is safe here no it's competition for everyone's place as soon as you put that into a player you sink or swim and the great players they swim and they keep swimming and the good players they sink, man. That's it.
0: Who's the right manager to Who's the right manager to be in charge of this team? Would you say? You're saying about these players. You
1: have got to get the right guy to run the thing. You have got to I, get the right team in there to run that show. You can't just throw it at a load of players and hope that any Tom Dick and Harry is going to get it going. Steve Bruce, a lovely guy, fantastic manager. He's not going to win you anything. Are we sat here saying yeah. that Bruce doesn't deserve a chance for the first season? Well, Mark Hughes got the chance. I think everyone deserves yeah. a chance, but long well, that's term, that's exactly he's, what I was going to say, man. Mark
2: Hughes.
0: Hmm. But then it's whether they get greedy and they think, right, let's get like Pochettino in and let's just, because he's a big star. Cause then obviously city, they stuck with Mark Hughes and the first chance they got, they got him out and then they got, um, uh, Pelle- uh not Pellegrini. He was after Mancini and yeah. And, um, yeah, cause Mancini was a superstar manager in Italy and he, he, he he'd done it before and they thought he's going to become in and attract players and be fair, granted that is exactly what happened. And they won the league. How can we ever forget that? Um, but yeah, so do they just cut quits with someone like Bruce straight away? Or no. do or, or, or you think he's earned
2: his... his, his If his they get foster? rid of Bruce, you lose a big part of that team, in my opinion. I think you lose the core of the team that you're taking over. I feel like with Brucey, he's got a lot of players on side. I feel like players like Almiron, um, like I've spoken about, have gone from not really playing well and scoring goals to really improving their game. And when you have a manager in which you trust... Seeing that manager walk out the door is going to be hard for a lot of those guys. That's why but I think... Give him, is brutal. Exactly. But I think give him a season. Give him till January next season. See how it goes. If Because we don't know. Give Brucey a 200 million budget. He can win the Premier League, no one actually knows what Brucey can do with that sort of budget. Give him a chance. See how it goes, man.
1: I think another thing we've got to think about, like what Ed was saying about... Uh, they went to another manager in the Chelsea done the same thing, started with Raniere, they went to Mourinho. Mm. There's, there's ways you've got to look at that and sort of say, they've done it and it worked. Yeah. There's also another way you've got to look at it is what's there now? Like uh, Pochettino's there at the moment looking for a job. I mean, you that's got, a great place to start. You've got Rafa, who I, I reckon would easily come back to England uh, over China. So, you've got two guys there, and I'm sure there's many more. You've got two guys there that are fantastic managers, that are managers that can win. Now, what you're saying, Dell, is not wrong. I think the man deserves a chance. But if you give him that chance and it fails, and them two are gone, who's going to be there? Like, what, if you, what if you've lost your chance to get that guy? So, although I do agree with what you're saying, Dale, I do think he deserves a chance. You can't just go in and sack the man. It's so harsh. But, look, looking at previous life... Uh, guys in football there's no loyalties and this, these people coming in will have no ties to Steve Bruce they'll have no ties to Newcastle they won't care what the fans think and they won't care what the players think they'll come in with their checkbook and they'll say look he's gone he's coming in if you don't like it there's the door we'll buy someone else
0: and, and the thing is like you said they probably well, they won't care about what the fans and the players think and even if the fans and the players are annoyed they'd get over it within the next two months and then they'd start just cracking on with what's going down I mean, they, they, I've seen it happen loads of times where they're, they're in uproar, then they just think, oh, okay, well, that's what's happened now. Let's just crack on. Especially if they start pulling results. And I, I, I think uh, as harsh as it is, and as much as I do like Steve Bruce, sack him off, get Poch in. It, 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 he's, he's a young manager. He's one of the best managers in Europe. You can't miss an opportunity like this. It's harsh on Bruce, but he's he's a bit of a dinosaur in terms of he's an old school manager. He's, he, he's, he's coming. His time might not be there like Poch. You can have Poch for 10 years if everything goes right.
1: I, I I figure you, I, it's harsh Ed. it's harsh saying it Steve Bruce never going to win a Premier League and he's never going to get you in the Champions League I'm going to ask both of you
2: guys a question okay right so they get Potch or Rafa in okay what we've got to remember is Rafa's already been the manager of Newcastle okay and the reason we can honestly say that he didn't stay it was a big reason to do with the owner okay you get someone like you get someone like Potch, you get someone like Rafa in. Okay, January, Newcastle sat eighteenth, nineteenth in the table, struggling. Who are you going to bring in to survive that relegation battle? Someone like a Steve Bruce. So if we're sat here saying, but that's that's not the mentality they're going to be thinking. They're going to be thinking, let's get top four. No, but that's what I'm saying. If they don't, if they don't achieve those goals, at what point do they then get someone like? Because are we sat here saying that someone like a Potch or a Rafa Benitez is going to? To a blind, a blind in running. You're going to want someone like a Bruce and Alade, someone who's going to come in and is experienced in keeping teams in the Premier League. I completely they're, agree they're, with
1: what you're saying. They're, sorry, Edward. I completely agree with what you're saying, but they're not going into that season thinking about January's relegation battle. They're going in thinking summer. Let's get some. Let's get some good in. Let's get some players in, and I want to be mid-table at least by January. If not, pushing for the top six. They're, yeah. they're going in with the mentality. I believe. For winning the league within the next three years
0: i think if if, if you're looking at that as well and you know, you're looking at like a five-year plan poch is the man like he will he will think right we'll get mid-table this year i'll start building these players i'll sign the young players who i can sort of bring through i mean if you want to if you want a, a, a long-term winning plan it's not steve Bruce. it's a mauricio pochettino
1: i 100 percent agree i feel sorry for steve Bruce, but i tell you what that man will get a job instantly
0: He's done a great job and it's the right job. He was at a team who they didn't want to get relegated. You're right, Dell, He's had a fantastic season out of not even, not even making Newcastle win the conversation for relegation. But he's, I don't think he's the man to take him to the stars.
2: I think he could surprise a lot of people, man. I honestly do.
1: I'd love to see it happen. But like you see it like so many times when like Roy Hodgson took Fulham to the Europa League. This guy needs a big team. Give him a big team and he'll do great things. Like, it's a Liverpool job. Shock him.
0: Yeah, it was done by January.
1: Unbelievably yeah. bad. All right, you give Mark, oh, Mark... Mark Hughes is a great manager. Give him a big team with a bit of money, he'll know what to do. No, he didn't. He, he didn't know what to do. I, I do
0: think with that, they, they saw their first chance and they quite harshly sacked
1: him. But I get what you're saying. yeah, right? yeah big. Right, it, here's another one. Van right? <laughs> Gaal won the FA Cup and they saw an opportunity for Jose Mourinho. They didn't hold back. They didn't hold back and they finished the highest the league they've finished since Sir Alex Ferguson left. They didn't make a mistake.
2: But it all comes if, but it, it comes back to if, if, buts and maybes, doesn't it, boys? It's like, we, we, don't, we don't know what the future holds. I, like, to be honest, I think as a Newcastle fan, it's very exciting times. But obviously, it's, it's one of those situations where you've seen it go well, like we've said, and you've seen it go badly. So like we said, it's got to be, do it right and it can be done very, very, very well. Do it badly and it can really shoot you in the foot, man. And, and it
0: could go either
2: way.
1: You've got to look at the past to see the future, I think, myself. And the past, for me, says that if you want to win the league, you've got to get a man who knows how to build and go forward. And it goes back to Ed's point, I don't think Steve Bruce is that man. Plus, it's a different
0: market nowadays. And It's not like when Chelsea had the money in 2003 and uh four, and City just at the end of that sort of decade. It's a much different market now. And the signings. You can't go and get like four out of them, like like for good prices. Who might be not quite blockbuster level. If you want a, a mid like guy now, you still got to pay like thirty million sometimes. So especially, like,
1: especially when they know you have the money now. Like, especially then, yeah. It's like yeah, with, right. um, when the, who was it? I think it was Nathan Ake. Leicester tried to sign Nathan Ake, didn't they? After they sold Harry Maguire, and born for like, like we want seventy mil for him. It's like, oh, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> like, you're not getting that but what, my point is when they when you if 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 Leicester would come in for that without the Harry Maguire deal, he would they would not have been asking for that price. tag. No. It's because they knew that they were desperate and they needed to buy someone and they had some money they had the money to do it. Mm. So I think when teams are thinking well, I don't really want to get rid of him, they've got loads of money. Well, let's, let's offer them this, and if they take it, then we're quids in. If they don't, then we still got him. I think that's mm. how teams will look at it. I think Newcastle in their first window will be looking at I think a near 200 million transfer yeah, not man. for a single player but like for like Also think...
2: Mbappe's not coming to the Premier
1: League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just imagine. Just imagine yeah, now. that. Well we
2: there imagine. has
1: to be there has to be a marquee then there's always a marquee sign whenever they well, the it. big was. one. Yeah, there's always that first guy that they run in there. Like, well, this, I, I this think
0: it doesn't necessarily have to be a big signing. it just to be a big name. And what I mean by that is they could get like an Edison Cavani, but not for like 50 million. They could get him for a lower than they would play others. But he'd be like the big attraction. He'd be the one that's going to sell the shirts.
1: Well, he, he's a, isn't he on the free, free game, agents market?
0: list? I think he might be, you know. And I, I, I reckon he'd do that. I reckon he'd want to leave because mm. he's not in favour there at the moment as, as the main team player.
1: There's a lot of talk about uh, Gareth Bale going on the free as well. Like, if, if you're thinking about saying the same sort of thing. We don't have to pay a load of money for him, but we could get him and give him... Stack the, his wages. We, yeah, we can match his wages because we don't have to pay 50, 60 million for him.
0: Well, that could be an interesting uh, situation for the players like Shelby if players are coming in on like 200 grand a week and then he's like sitting there on his 50-something grand contract.
1: Yeah, but then you've got to make a decision. Do I want to make money or do I want to win trophies? No, that's uh, it. This, this is the thing. Like a
2: paychecks take... earned, boys, isn't
1: it? That's what I wish. Yeah, hundred percent. And he he could probably get go get more money from Newcastle somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm not going to say teams off the top of my head, but like, it, I'm sure there's teams in the Premier League that could offer him more money than what Newcastle are paying him. But would you rather earn that extra twenty, thirty grand, or earn what you're earning, but you've got two Premier League titles at the end of your career? Now, I'm not saying that? that Newcastle are going to win two league titles. I'm just I'm just sort of saying. Well, you, <laughs> you, you
0: wouldn't have said the City were at that time. So, you, you, you can't write it off. In 10 years, Newcastle might have won a Premier League title. City done it in less than a, 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 a 10 years.
1: I mean, if you, you ask the question, where would Chelsea be now if like Roman Abramovich never bought them? Because they weren't looking uh, like a real strong contender against that Arsenal one, that United it, right? team. Well, yeah, I think I think it was Arsenal and United that early two thousand and oh, yeah, the money change thing. And I don't mm. think I think they would have they would have established. They're a big club in London. They would have established themselves. But I don't think they would have won all the titles they've won. Mm. Mm. I think United have a lot more in their in their trophy cabinet if it wasn't for that money from Roman Abramovich. Oh, certainly, certainly.
0: But anyway, guys, so that that well, that's all good. I, I think we've had some great conversations. I'll hold it on there. I think the two key areas that I are, 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 I feel coming out of this are big big topics is celtic should they be in the scottish league still or should they move over to the english football how that might happen we don't know but it's an interesting concept that it's an interesting opinion that some people might have as well as that if newcastle are going to be getting that money and they're going to be looking to move forward do they go with steve bruce or do they look somewhere else like a pochettino these are some of the the key areas that is, have been covered here and Bit, I think they're fair points either side of, of what we've been uh, discussing, a few disagreements, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been good conversations and it, I reckon those types of debate will only get bigger as, as the weeks and months uh, progress. But, uh, but Dell and Will, thank you very, very much for joining me today.
2: Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. Just a reminder to follow all our socials as well and to check out mine and Ed's FIFA game, which will be up soon, which we'll probably <laughs> yes. be crying after oh no
0: no I'm ready I'm ready I'm pumped <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> cheers guys thanks very much
0: thank you Tell her.